Hey, Jen. How are you Hi doing? Hi there. Not too uh, bad. Not too good. bad. My name's Gillian, and welcome to Trans Fox. Uh, at Trans Vox, that is. There's no foxes allowed on this podcast. <laughs> uh, a podcast all about trans issues. Uh, for me, really benefiting from the advice and guidance of the lovely Jen, who's substantially further along the route to me, getting views and opinions, hopefully gathering things which are useful for all of us. So um, today, today, we decided we want to talk about a subject, and I'm actually going to stick to it. Oh, that would be that would be a first. That would be a first. And actually, this is the subject I said we we're going to talk about three weeks ago, and I've missed it every time because I got interested in something else. Now, I must be honest. As you'll see on my screen, I'm a they there. I'm oh, yeah. more a she her. And yeah. I used to be a he him. And you know, yes. I'm aware of it. And I was talking to someone who was a Zize, a Zize the other day. Right. Let's talk pronouns. What okay. on earth, what on earth is it all about? Those little words, aren't they? Do you know, I think it's, I think it's the, it's the, uh, the one thing, you know, if you look up anybody who you term like, a, you know, about protected characteristic and sort of equality laws, everybody, I think, knows the words you don't use to describe somebody's race, somebody's sexuality, yeah. you know, that you're, if you say that word, you can get the sack. But for trans people, what's different is everyday language, because yeah. of pronouns, really, because yeah. of some gendered language. At least we're not in France, where every yeah. single noun has a, a pronoun. So COVID is la COVID. Somebody's yeah. decided that COVID is female. I mean, how that works. We don't have that, but we do have pronouns. We do have yeah. um, when we refer to each other. I think there's some languages that don't have pronoun, gender pronouns. I might be corrected on this, but I thought that I've heard that Finnish has no gendered pronouns. I think wow. Japanese, they don't have gender pronouns. They don't seem to need it. You know, oh, they get about fine. I might be wrong, so don't take that I'm, I'm bad for spouting things without double source in it but um yeah we have those little words and those little words can be quite powerful yeah this is the sound of a person on google <laughs> agenda yeah that, that sounds like something right. that's delivered that was me speaking Finnish, and Finland does not have gender pro. So that's fascinating. So right. yeah. I remember talking to a, um I remember talking to a, an, a woman um and actually do you know what this is a classic because they were a there or then. And I have no idea what you say about them. So you must need to give me some hands. But I remember them telling me a brilliant researcher um, from Slash Queer, Georgia Williams, telling me that actually some places have seven genders. And I'm some, you know, because actually we have a very Western centric view of gender here, we don't do. we? But actually, if you go to Polynesian islands or if you go to That's right. some parts of Africa and such like that, the concept of gender is very different. And gender it and is. spirituality often links together, doesn't it? It is. So. No. So you often see, I mean, I often see someone as who's new to this uh, going onto um, Facebook or you know, pick your social media poison, you know, wherever <laughs> you fancy it. I've been misgendered today. They get my pronouns wrong. They won't use my pronouns, blah, 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 blah. Why does it, why does it matter to trans people? It matters. So I'll talk about how it matters to me. And that can't, I can't speak for every trans person, but it matters because, um, if somebody misgenders you, that you know, in doing that, they are in, in a tiny way invalidate. Feels like they're invalidating my gender. They're saying that my brain doesn't see you as the gender that you are. Right. I think there's two. I think there's, there's, let's deal with two ways. There's, there's deliberately doing it, which is absolutely, in my view, unacceptable and just cruel. Why would anybody deliberately refer to somebody in a way that might hurt them? But the fact is that it can often happen accidentally. And I've misgendered people in the past accidentally. 
I've apologised. Hopefully I don't do it much, but I have done it once or twice. And people mis have misgendered me and still misgender me now 15 years, um, 15 years. It happened the other day, I was on the phone, I was on the phone to my office and the person was on the phone too, was talking to somebody else in the office, relaying something I said and used the male pronoun. And right. just because they were speaking quickly and it wasn't deliberate, but I heard it. And for me, what happens in me and my messed up brain, it immediately pulls the rug out from underneath me. It makes me feel like another. It yeah. makes me feel not part of the gang. It's all, it says in my head, because I'm, you know, as neurotic as they come, who do you think you're kidding? For that moment, it's like those doubts, those that, that terrible time where I was doubting who I was or, or whether I'd ever be able to live like that. And it has that moment. And it and you know it brings me down for a bit and i get over it and i know it wasn't deliberate and i generally try and correct people if they get wrong um it doesn't happen every day so it's occasional occurrence but um it hurts because for that moment you know mm -hmm. they're 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 saying you know that that language is saying you don't use that you're not a woman in that, in that language that's what that says right mm -hmm. you're not female whatever you know and um and it, you know, when you're trying to assert your gender because you've transitioned, you know, I think, you know, some people cope with it better than others. I know people who brush it off. And then when I first transitioned, I brushed it off I tried, because of the euphoria of transition. And I tried to just mm. make other people comfortable. So I didn't make a fuss of it if people did yeah. do it. I'd just sort of laugh it off. I wouldn't do that now. I, and I wouldn't do it if I started transitioning now. But I did dig back then. I think it was different back then. But it does, it, it can really hurt and it can be a barrier for people in the, in the NHS services of people who've been misgendered too many times and they don't want to go back to that service again because yes. it hurts, you know. Whether whether you want to call me a slow fate, when you want to call me weak-willed or whatever you want to call me, it's irrelevant, it hurts. Yeah. You know, I do get on with my life, but it hurts. And so that if that happens to people, you've got to understand, even if you've not intended it, it's got to understand that impact. Yeah. So. So for a lot of so there's two different things that spring to my, my mind here. What well, one is, it's a difficult subject, isn't it? So if you are, what's the best way to deal with it? Is it just best to ask how people want to be addressed? Is it as simple? as I think that? I think it's fair. It's fair to make assumptions. I mean, people don't ask me, and they assume I'm referred to as she and her. I present as female. I, you know, forward to okay. I, again, on this podcast, you might argue my voice isn't great, but that aside, um, I'm conscious of that. But um, no, I, I mean, I think I think, think I'll be I, if if people are going to make assumptions, I'd expect them to make the assumption to refer to me as she and her, and they do. They do that. If you're not sure, you do ask how you'd like to be referred to. I think that's I think that's a perfectly reasonable thing. It doesn't take long. How would you like to be referred to? Like in any any circumstances, so that can be the case. Another thing is if you get if you do get it wrong, just apologise. Don't make yeah. a big deal of it, but just apologise. Don't ignore it. I think if you misgender somebody, I think that yeah. if you if you don't uh, if you don't if you if you've done it and don't realize but yeah i it shouldn't be difficult really i mean and, and, the, and the challenge seems to be the they and them doesn't it? because actually in the english language it's actually quite hard to refer to a person as a plural and, no, and I it's interesting you're right on that because that's the one thing but we I, i've used this word when you training we all use they or them as singular pronouns all mm. the time. If mm. I said to you or I said to somebody, I went to see the doctor the, the other day, they asked me this, I showed them that. I'm not yeah. going to tell you what I showed them. Nobody has any, that doesn't sound at all, people that have any problem with that because you've got no concept of the idea of the gender of the doctor. 
have you? Does it sounds just norm. I think I think where people uh, at the moment are struggling, those are at first is if they've got an idea of the um, of the gender um, or, or an image or, or the name of the gender. I think of somebody like Sam Smith, yes. who occasionally still gets misgendered. Sam Smith is non-binary, uses they, them pronouns. Sam Smith is not a man or a woman. So they, them are the pronouns are most appropriate. That's what Sam said. Occasionally, not in the newsprint, but occasionally I've on, on the I've, I've heard Sam being misgendered. Um, but that gets easier the more you get used to it. And I think it is a challenge for, um, particularly for non-binary people who use they or them. So it's often non-binary people that will use they or them. Although I don't think you describe yourself as non-binary, Jill. Is yeah. that, is that so, fluid. so? Yeah, so fluid at the moment because you haven't transitioned. Is that the? Uh, well, is that the part? I'm, I'm on the cusp actually of the, the full cusp, transitions. Yeah. yeah, but I thought I think whilst whilst I'm not 100. percent It's that question about are oh, you trans enough? Everyone tells me I am, even if I'm not no, presenting not. myself all the time. So I'll probably get over that. Yeah, it doesn't sit no. well with me. To, see, it doesn't sit well with me to be there or them because I, I don't see myself as a they or them in the same way that I know some non-binary friends do. They're very clear that they are them yeah. because they are agender. They, and you know, it's it is it's, it's, but it's interesting where you're describing that as having such a significance, and also that has a greater significance as time goes on. So I think that's absolutely fascinating because because just as you say. The, the pronouns thing doesn't bother me quite so much as you. So you, you think, I like the this phrase, euphoria, euphoria of transition. So, so you think it's I think, think there's an element of that. And I, again, I can't speak for every, everybody. And I think, I, I'm not sure it would be different now if I was transitioning now with my mindset now. As I say, I try, I think it bothered me. I tried not to let it show it bothered me. And I tried to, um, I tried to sort of try to laugh it off was the yeah. way. More and more, certainly after just a few weeks of that, I want people to accept me as a woman at work. So use the appropriate language like every other woman does, right? Yes. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any other cisgendered women I work with that wanted to be referred to in the wrong pronoun. Yes. Not, not deliberate. So um, I think it's important we try and get it right. And um, I am try. I'm not saying if you make a mistake, people do make mistakes. And I, you know, I, but don't do it for not trying. Don't think it's not serious because it is serious that language describes somebody's gender so why would you use the wrong gender to describe them yeah and i know um there's a lot there's a push in organizations isn't there for for people who are you know to use their pronouns their own pronouns just to recognize that other people can be different so it's it's like it's almost like a statement of acceptance you know i'll use my own even though i'm not transgender or whatever it might be so i'm a man i put he and he and him because it sort of shows that you've you're considerate I've enough got loads to think of, about it. I've got loads of colleagues um, at work who will put the email in, next to their email signature, she, her, he, him, yeah. who are not trans. Um, and there's two things. One, they're showing themselves to be an ally, because if yeah. I see that, I think that's somebody that's thought about this. But also it's the thing of normalising pronoun use, which I think particularly helps non-binary people or gender fluid people. You might argue that actually... It's about saying that we can all, you don't need to make an assumptions and it's not anything to be scared of. It's not anything unusual if somebody wants to be referred to as they or them, if yeah. that's what a preference is. And some, there are some non-binary people who will say, I'm happy to refer to as they and she, they or she, yes. or he or they. That's a, that's, that's how whatever's right for an individual is right for the individual. There's no, yeah. there's no right or wrong answer on any of this. And it's about giving the, their view the dignity of um, attention, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. I think it is. It's just, you know, it's 
it is it is the modern world now it is where we are we yeah. it you know it was always the case that we it's just you know um i mean for trying trans binary people it's always been the case yeah. for 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 trans women like me and trans men growing up we want to be referred to as our proper gender so we want to be referred to in our pro uh, our name that we're using and our pronouns and other if there is other gendered language like a monikers and things like that for correctly yes. i don't why anybody would question that I, don't, I know the people that do seem to want to in the uk but i just don't understand any logic in that yes okay good well that, that that's great that that helps and i think uh, hopefully that helps people who are not clear because it isn't it isn't something that's being particularly stroppy it's just it's dignity but, um, but it's individuals i would never going to criticize if you if you're more relaxed about it that's absolutely fine you know yeah. it doesn't make it it doesn't make it doesn't make it doesn't no, make see, it it's just what you're comfortable with yeah but your point about actually not making a fuss i i wonder i'm just thinking about that now actually but it's time for the news and i'm just going to read um um a little um snippet of news out for you and i know we don't have long today but um no. i'm going to read a snippet of news and i'm going to stand back as you self-combust okay so here we go okay here's the snippet of news i'm just interested in a quick reaction New transgender prisoner policy comes into force. Transgender women with male genitalia will no longer be able to held in mainstream women's prisons under new measures coming into force. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about, talk about the prison. I, my understanding of that when it, when it refers to, um, and we're talking particularly about if any of them convicted of um, sex offence or, yeah. or, or so... Yeah. I don't think of it, uh, I don't think that applies across the board. Is my understanding that's if and 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 in so many respects, the issue of if we're talking about particularly trans women in, in in prisons has always been about risk assessing in the individual, and that's what it should be about. So if that person, whether they you know whether they've had sexual assignment surgery it's, or not, it's, it's, it's about violent, the, it's violent offences. Yeah. It's violent offences or violent claims, yeah. Yeah. So if you if you you know if that, if that risk assessment, then then I can understand that, that approach. What would be wrong, because trans prisoners are themselves vulnerable, would just be you know if um, if, if someone's in prison and they're not a risk, and they have transitioned, um, then I would think as has been the case for. a a while be an appropriate prison for their gender mm. so um i i think it's always been to me about risk assessment when there has been the the only handful a couple of cases uh, that, have, that have got into the news and been flagged up the one recently in scotland it is about risk assessing to to me and, and looking at an individual is that individual pose a risk and if so they need to be placed somewhere they don't pose a risk yeah. Um, but that's not because they're trans, just because they're trans, because that's too simplistic and, uh, and wrong. That's to do with what they've committed, you know, what crime they've committed and yes. what risk they pose. You see, and now I'm looking ashamed, aren't I? Because I thought I was just going to poke, you know, poke the um, beehive and you're going to explode in all sorts of different directions. But no, no, I mean, you it's, are, you it's, see? it's not. It's, 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 look, it's news. Um, you know, um, it, it is in the news. You know, it's how it's reported makes yeah. sometimes makes me angry because it's done yeah. in a very lurid and scaremongering way, I think. Good. Well, look, it's as always a joy. And I know we have to cut this one slightly short because uh, time constrains us, but um, I'll be seeing you in a week. Great to see you. And between then and now, I think we may even have a guest. So um, speak to oh, you soon. Oh, how exciting. Right. Take care. See you all soon. Bye bye, everyone. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to this episode of Transvox. It's been a joy to have you with us. Um, if you want to um, make contact with us, you can contact us at gillian at transvox.co.uk. And if you'd like to support the work we do, please go to Patreon and go to page Transvox. And all of our money goes to our nominated charity. And Jen, you've chosen the charity for the next number of episodes. Which one have you chosen? Our charity is called Beyond Reflections, which is a charity that provides support and counselling to trans people, non-binary people and their friends and their families across the UK. An amazing charity doing some amazing work, really important. So please, if you can give. Great. And if you want to go and have a look at Beyond Reflections, it's beyond-reflections.org.uk. And uh, But as I say, if you'd like to make a contribution to what we're doing, because we love to help the people who help us. Uh, again, if you've got ideas for um, the show, things you'd like to ask us, questions, comments, applause, or um, brickbats, feel free to send it all Absolutely. in to Gillian at transvox.co.uk. Until the next time, goodbye. Bye-bye.